the Ligatunes Podcast. And here's your host, Andrew Mortimer. Yes, hello, I am back. I'm actually doing a new episode. I'm sorry it's been quite a while. Yeah, things got a bit weird towards the end of last year because I, I was trying really hard to get some episodes out and I kept saying, yeah, I'm going to do more. I'm uh, always promising I was going to uh, continue with this show. And yeah, it, it's been... Like, I, I can't say it's been hard. I think I've just... Uh, I've had so many things on my mind. I mean, I, I could sit here and come up with as many excuses as I want, but yeah. Uh, the point is, I'm back, and yeah, this is kind of the start of a new season, I suppose. Um, I'm kind of forgetting all the stuff that I <laughs> I was planning on doing, and I'm just going to start afresh, I think. Uh, because, yeah, it's um, it, uh, it's still the Beluga Tunes podcast. I did say I was going to change that, and uh, ultimately I've decided not to. I just think... It's fine as it is. Um, so what am I going to be doing in this week's episode? Well, I shall tell you. Uh, there's going to be the usual six-minute shout-out. And what's that going to be about? Well, you're going to have to wait and see. That's the whole point. You have to. <laughs> you should know by now. You should know that that's how it works. Uh, anyway, uh, there's also a film. Yeah, this is the Would I Watch It Again portion of the, of the show. And this week I am talking about the 1931 Dracula film which I hadn't seen. It's another one that I hadn't seen until now. And uh, you're going to find out what I thought about it, basically. I'm not going to do like an in-depth review or anything. It's just going to be my thoughts on that particular film. Yeah, uh, and also I'm going to try and continue with the Odyssey Express. And I've just realised, I don't know if I actually uploaded the episode with the last chapter that I wrote. Like, for new listeners... It's like an ongoing story that I'm working on, and I read a new chapter every week. It's all very random, because the way it's done is I um, just choose random words. You'll you, you find out how it goes. If this is your first time listening to this, um, yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to be really weird to hear all that. Um, but yes, it's a, a story about a group of friends who are travelling on a train, this magical train that takes them to all kinds of weird random places um and the idea is that it, it it there's no end to it really i'm not i'm not working towards anything in particular it's it's just a it's like a mystery tour yeah uh so that's pretty much it i think i think that's all i have planned this week so let's just get on with it shall we the Tunes podcast almost as good as the last thing you listened to Yes, it's time for the six-minute shout-out. So let's spin that internet wheel. There it goes. I've got to keep an eye on the time. I'm timing myself. Yeah, so it'll be about nine minutes in. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, it's still spinning. What's it going to land on? I, 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 I can never tell. There's so many things on that wheel. Oh, it's it's slowing to a stop. And it has landed on Kitsuli. Yeah, now here's the thing. You may have noticed um, some new audio clips that I've been playing. Like even in the intro, there was, a, there was something new there, wasn't there? Yeah, uh, and this is thanks to Kitsuli. Um, and I'm going to talk about her work. She has a website, kitsuli.com. Um, and this is going to make my job a lot easier. There's, there's a paragraph here that I can read. Julie Kitsuli is a 2D artist, animator, illustrator, and entertainer living in beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. 
by day she is uh, an Atlanta tour guide. On weekends she is an event entertainer at festivals and parties for kids. The rest of her time is dedicated to her art and adventures. Read Kitsuli's blog or follow Kitsuli on Twitter at Kitsuli. Remember that <laughs> for the latest updates. Yeah, uh, and it's it's great because um, sometimes you come across someone who's just so uh, lively and exciting. And yeah, Julie's really one of these people. Um, I'm really glad, you know, because here's the thing. Normally when I do this segment, I'm talking about something that I just sort of found online that I thought was kind of cool. Um, but I uh, came across um, Julie's work um, in December um, uh, on Twitter and uh, I, I really liked her drawings and artwork and I had a go at drawing one of her characters and we, we kind of developed a little friendship out of that because I, I showed her the, the picture that I'd drawn of one of the, the OCs that she has and um, we did a lot more other things I've kind of talked about this in my live streams. In fact, the most recent live stream I did, I had a bit of a chat with Julie over the uh, Twitch chat section. Um, but yeah, so we, we are now kind of mutuals and yeah, we, we've uh, helped each other come up with new ideas and all sorts of things. Um, and it's just wonderful. It's like, because I, I don't know an awful lot of people. I, I know a lot of people who do creative things, like who are artists, um, and it's great talking to them about their work, but I've never been this much involved, um, like because it, it, we've, we've managed to do some fun collabs and things, and um, I really feel like I've uh, I, I've had so much inspiration. I, I really feel motivated to do more artwork now. I'm just constantly having ideas and drawing stuff, and this is brilliant. This is what I really needed. Um, but yeah, and as it said on, on the website, um, Julie does art, but she does a lot of other things. Um, she does the uh, tour guides and uh, entertainment uh, events and festivals. Um, so yeah, I, I just find this all really fascinating just to, to know about. And if you go to her SoundCloud, this is especially good. Um, she's uh, recorded some voices for like the characters that um, she and I have come up with because um, we, we put together this like cartoon band called uh, Femme Fur Tale and that's been a lot of fun we just um, we each came up with a bunch of characters and we put them together and um, we, we just started uh, deciding on the kind of relationships and history and everything going in, in the background um, yeah so that's an example of the sort of collaborative work we have done. She's even on IMDb because um, of her animation work. You can find out about uh, the animated film she's worked on. Um, so yeah, uh, that's that's really fascinating. Um, and yeah, uh, so and obviously, I, I got her to do some work for, the, for this podcast because <laughs> she does voice acting as well so yeah <laughs> um i uh i'm, I'm really pleased because i I'm, i don't think i'm going to be able to play all of the clips um but yeah there, there are because uh, i 
I decided I wanted to mix things up a bit, so um, we've got plenty of new clips. Because uh, one thing, the um, the intro to this podcast is like a, a variation because I wanted to uh, have a special intro for the live stream episodes that I'm going to do. Because this one isn't live, I'm not live streaming this. Um, but here's the other version, I'm just going to play it. Um, hang on. Live from sunny Southampton, it's the Beluga Tunes podcast. See, that's brilliant, isn't it? I, I can now use that for the live stream episodes because um, yeah, I, I just really for, for a while I thought it'd be really great to have something like that, uh, just to um, sort of underline the fact that it's, it's a live version of the, uh, the podcast. So yeah, um, that, that's uh, I think that's that's my my time's up, um, and I, I have so much more that I wish I could <laughs> wish I had time to say. Um, but yeah, so uh, go to kitsuli dot com. And uh, all the, you find all the information you need for Julie Kitsuli. So yeah, um, that, that's it. That's, that's on, on to the next bit. So oh yeah, um, this is. I'm going to change the subject a little bit now because uh, I mentioned Femme Fertile and the members of that band uh, very kindly recorded some celebrity endorsements for this show. Uh, here's the first one. This is from Claire Kitty. Hi, everyone. This is Claire Kitty from Fem for Tail, and I love listening to the Beluga Tunes podcast when I'm in the bath. Oh, wait a minute. What are you doing in my bathroom? Get out of here! to see you. I don't know what happened to the driver and my luggage and, well, and with all this, I, I thought I was in the wrong place. I bid you welcome. The ancient vampire Count Dracula arrives in England and begins to prey upon the virtuous young Mina. So this was, um, this is the 1931 Dracula directed by Todd Browning um, with uh, Bela Lugosi as Count Dracula, uh, written by Bram Stoker. Yeah, so um, I, I hadn't actually seen this one because... Uh, yeah, I, I think um, I'm still just kind of getting into horror films, even like these type of classic horror <clears throat> sort of monster movies. Um, and yeah, um, I I, re I really enjoyed it. Uh, one of, one of the things I really feel I need to talk about is um, the the beginning has some moments which I think today. Um, are almost quite funny to watch because you know you've got um, this traveller 
saying, you know, I, I'm going to <laughs> Count Dracula's place, and the, the villagers are all like, oh, don't go there, you mustn't go to that, that, that house, or that whatever, that castle. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're, they're doing the Hail Marys and all of that. Um, but I really enjoyed that. I think it, it, it's sort of making me... Because I, I, I don't think I... I, I realised that um, in um, Young Frankenstein, they do actually reference this film like this this version of dracula um because you you've got like uh, the coach journey to the castle is like you know they they do kind of use that in young frankenstein um it it it's sort of it's funny how all of a sudden i'm seeing how parodies like um pick picked up from these these sources but yeah um I do find that quite fascinating because I've actually brought this up a lot in the um, uh, the films I've talked about on this podcast. The, the fact that when you watch an old film, sometimes you get that feeling of it, it almost seems like parts of it, like parts of it, are kind of derivative, but but they're not because it's it's much older than what what it's reminding you of. Because um, I think I said something about that with um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, how at the time it um, it was probably easier to enjoy it when it was still a new film, and we, we hadn't seen similar films come out after after that. Um, but yeah, so I, I it it didn't spoil it for me. I I, I really enjoyed how. All of a sudden, we're getting these things which have kind of become cliches because of the parodies or the remakes, like the uh, retellings of the Dracula myth. Um, and I must say, I think because I, I don't know what to say about the acting, but the casting was definitely very good. Because Bela Lugosi is just like um, I don't really know how to describe it because like, I I feel like he just deliver he, he delivers really. You know, everything you, you could really want out of your Dracula um, and Edward Van Sloan uh, he played Van Helsing, he was really good I really liked what he, he brought to this um, and yeah, I, I thought it had a great atmosphere to it oh and one thing um, that I, I really think is worth mentioning because this isn't anything to do with the original creators I think because the version I watched was like a re-release, and apparently, um, I, I've read online that people people have been saying that um, the soundtrack in like the the more recent, slightly updated cut um, wasn't there in the original cut, um, and they seem to think it spoils it. I don't know if I go that far to say it, but it it did sort of make me realise. The score in in the the new cut, it um it it does take up a bit too much of the soundtrack. There are so many scenes that would probably work a lot better without it. So I am quite interested to see the original cut that doesn't have all that music. It's good music, but it's not entirely necessary. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's really it. I, I think that's about all I have to say on this film because I, I want to move on. Uh, would I watch it again? Absolutely. 
I think I'm going to add this to my Halloween list of, of films to watch. Because, um, yeah, it's funny that I've, I've not really seen a lot of Dracula films. In fact, I, um, I watched the that 90s vampire film um, as, as part of this podcast. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm going to go to Suggest Me Movie now. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to see if I can... Uh, it's changed since, since I last did this. Let's have a look. Oh, there, there's the filters. They've moved the filters. Okay, so I've got Shall We Dance 2004. That's the film that I'm going to be talking about in the next episode of the Beluga Tunes podcast. The Beluga Tunes podcast will return after these messages. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Previously on the Odyssey Express. Um, right, so Shane doesn't want to relive his painful memories. Um, he had a shower, apparently. Uh, Teresa is thinking about Toblerones. Um, while Shane is in the shower, uh, freshening up, the train begins to jolt. Suddenly everybody loses their balance from the commotion. Um, now, they're, they're at a toll booth, apparently. I don't remember any of this. I don't remember. I don't remember, remember writing this. Um, uh, a complete history of cr- crumpet farming. That's a, a book that the uh, the man in the toll booth is reading. Um, and uh, Be- Becky has asked Shane to, um, yeah, uh, release the brake to set the train in motion, while she's distracting the uh, the man. And at the uh, toll booth. Okay, simple enough. <laughs> so basically, uh, I'm going to be writing chapter 26 now. Um, so I am at randomlists.com. I'm using the random word generator. And here are my words. These are the words that I'm going to use to make a new chapter uh, health, error, burly, manage, tremble. Fanatical, cumbersome, and cakes. Those are the words that I need. Uh, I'm going to be using to write this new chapter. So I'm just going to go away for a bit, and I'll be back with my finished writing. And just like magic, I have a new chapter. <laughs> so here we go. Chapter 26 of the Odyssey Express. 
Becky puts on a disguise that consists of a pair of glasses, a hairnet, and a pair of marigold gloves. She then goes up to the toll booth man and says, Good morning, this is a routine health inspection. The man looks up from his book. Oh dear, he looks to himself. I wasn't prepared for this. You appear to have made a schoolboy error over there. Here's Becky pointing at a pile of old newspapers. Look at that mess. Without a clean toll booth, you won't be able to make any business for yourself. Please forgive me, replies the toll booth man as he tries his best to tidy, up, tidy the place up. Meanwhile, Shane is having difficulty starting the train. Can't seem to shift it, he cries as he pushes the lever with all his might. I would have thought a burly man like yourself would be good at this, says Teresa. No matter how much force he uses, Shane cannot manage to shift the brake. Can you try? Have you tried talking to the train, suggests Suzette. Everybody ignores her, assuming she is merely using humour to lighten the atmosphere. Shane begins to tremble with all the energy he's using. Keep trying, Lisa calls to him. I seem to have a fanatical obsession with these stickers and collectibles, says Becky, pointing to the decor in the toll booth. Oh yes, replies the worker. I wouldn't ever want to be without them. Becky begins to lose her patience. Come on, Shane, hurry up, she thinks. Then Becky has an idea. This train is too cumbersome. She yells, it's taking up way too much space. This is the health. This is a health and safety violation. Oh, then someone should move it, replies the worker. He calls over to the train. Hey, get moving. You're taking up too much space. Just then, the train starts to move, and Shane finds himself being hurtled into one of the cakes that Suzette bought at the previous stop. Fortunately, it's a chocolate fudge cake, which happens to be his favourite. So, Suzette seems to have been right. She, <laughs> it was just a matter of talking to the train. That's the new thing. Okay, so that was, that was it. That was my new chapter. You're still listening to the Beluga Tunes podcast. Can I go home now? Yes, you can, because the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. So now just time for me to say... Uh, my website is belugatoons.com, B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S. And if you want to check out my Redbubble, go to belugatoons.redbubble.com. Uh, you can follow this podcast on Twitter. It's at belugatoonspod. Um, and this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, and now Spotify. Yeah, um... The, uh, the, the the stings were brought to you by Julie Kitsuli, so thank you very much, Julie, for doing those. Uh, please go and visit her website, kitsuli.com. Uh, thanks to Femme Fertel for their celebrity endorsements. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to play. I'm, I'm realizing now I can only play one of those. I only, only have room for one of those a week, so you'll hear more of those as, as it goes on. Um, yeah, and. Uh, Join me next week when I will be talking about Shall We Dance? That will be the film. There will also be another uh, six-minute shout-out and all of that stuff. Uh, and one more thing. Um, I am going to do some more live stream episodes, and I, I think what I might try and do is make that every, every second episode from here on. So <clears throat> every other episode is going to be a live stream. So you'll get to see me do it in real time. Uh, you <laughs> see how that turns out. 
Uh, and it'll be visual as well. You'll get to see some visuals. It'll probably be on Twitch um, sometime next week, hopefully, if I can arrange that. Um, so, yeah, that's something to look forward to. Uh, I can't think of anything else. I, I always forget. You see, I used to have to read the credits to all the, the clips that I was playing, all the copyrighted stuff, but I'm not doing that anymore. So, yeah, one less thing to worry about. I do hope you have enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Do take care. And until next time, bye-bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.